what I have here is a shopping cart page displaying three products in the cart and the quantity for each product. And then the unit price is the price of the product for one quantity and the full price is the quantity multiplied by the unit price. And then down here at the bottom I'm displaying the total. A couple things to notice is that the row colors are alternating and also that I'm using free instead of displaying zero dollars here. So keep that in mind as we look at our implementation. So here's the code for that view. As you can see, it's very complicated and has a lot of logic which doesn't really belong here. If your view looks like this, um, take it one, one line at a time and try to clean it up and refactor it. So let's go through this view and clean it up. As you can see, the, the first part is fine with me. Then we get to setting a variable here. We're setting a variable i, and if you ever are setting a variable in the view, that's a sign that it should go elsewhere or you should change it because very rarely do you need to set a variable inside of the view. And then we're incrementing that i every single time uh, instead of the, the line item loop. And that's so that we can have alternating colors in the, the row. It changes it if it's odd or even. It changes the class of the row so that we can change the colors in CSS. First of all, if you ever are keeping track of an index like this in Ruby, usually there's a better way. And in this case, we could do each with index instead, and then pass the i inside of the block. That way, we aren't having to keep track of the separate variable and add to it every single time in the loop. Just keep in mind that this starts at 0 and not 1. But in this case, there's actually even a better way to do this. Here I'm using it to cycle between two different strings, and Rails provides a helper method for doing this. It's just called cycle. So here I could just do cycle, and then pass odd and even, and then those will be output um, alternating behaviors when this method is called. You can even add more uh, parameters to this, and it will do a three-way cycle, or however many you want. So now there's no need to do each with index at all. So how do you know that? Well, it's a good idea to familiarize yourself with helper methods that Rails provides because oftentimes they can save you a lot of time in the view. So here we use cycle to change the colors. Now it's much cleaner. Going down, the product name is displayed and the quantity. That's fine. And then down here, um, we're checking if the unit price is zero. And then if it is, we display free. And then if it isn't, we display the value of that price. And you can see that that same logic is being repeated down here for the full price as well as up here at the unit price. So that's some obvious duplication that we can remove. Now the question is, how do we remove this? Do we put it inside of the model or inside of the helper method? In this case, it should go in helper method because it is view related. We don't want the word free in our model because we may want to change that the way that looks. So let's make a helper method for doing this. <clears throat> let's call it um, free when zero and then pass the price to that. And so that will take the place of this if condition. 
And so let's implement that free win zero method. So we have to go to our carts helper because that's the, the controller, the carts controller. And then free win zero, and then the price is passed to this. And then we can do a little if condition price dot zero. If it is, then we display free. If it isn't, then we just do number two currency and pass the price to that. That's a very simple help uh, if condition, but moving it into a helper method cleans up the view a lot. And we want to do this twice, one time for the unit price and one time for the full price. Okay, at this point it's a good idea to check if we broke anything. Normally you would have unit tests constantly going on in the background, but um, for this simple example, and because it's on a screencast, I don't. So I'm just checking it in the browser and it looks fine. So we get the same behavior as we did before. The interface looks the same, but our, our code is becoming much cleaner. Now taking a look at this, I'm multiplying the unit price by the quantity. Now this is a calculation, and calculation should never go in the, in the view directly. In this case, it's uh, more business logic, and that should go instead of the model. Which model? Well, just look at which model you're calling the methods on. You can see unit price and quantity are being called on the line item model. So that's a good spot to put it. So let's make a method called full price. And then open up our line item model and put it in there. Okay. So that's cleaned up that quite a bit. Moving on down. And then we get to this big hunk of code that's really ugly here in the view. If you ever have multi-line um, statements in an ERB like this, then you probably want to move it. And in this case, we're performing business logic again because we're calculating the total cost of the entire cart. And um, so that should go in a model again, and a, a cart is a good spot. So here we're outputting that variable. Um, so we'll just put it here, cart total price. So we'll make a total price method in the cart, which basically does the same thing. Okay, and um, we can clean this up quite a bit as well. Just, we are taking the line items, and notice we're calling to array on this. And we need to do that because when we call sum later on, this is a little bit of a hack, but it's pretty much the only way I know how to do this. When we call sum, if we call it directly on line items, then it will be performed an active record sum, which will trigger the database and look for values in that. And we don't want to perform that kind of sum. We want to perform a sum on an array of the line item models and take the, uh, the full price of those and add them up. So we just get our line item. And then in this case, notice this, um, this calculation. It looks familiar because we that's the full price calculation of the line item. So by creating that full price method, it benefits this as well. So it cleans it up a lot. And this is actually, can actually be cleaned up a little bit more because we can do symbol to proc and just call that full price method on line item directly. So there we go. Now our, our view is much cleaner. Let's take a look, see if we broke anything and it's still working. Lastly, I like to move, um, whenever there's a loop like this, I like to move it into a partial so I can do a partial collection. And let's do that. Call line item. 
Oh, had that before, but that's fine. Okay, now we have our line item partial. And we'll move this into here. We don't need the loop anymore because what I'm going to do is call collection on this partial. And what that will do is for every value in this array, which is the cart line items, then it will render this partial for that value. And it should just work. Um, let's try it again one more time. Reload and it's still working fine and dandy. Now our view is much more cleaner. If we look at what we had before, it's this big honking mess of code with lots of logic. Now everything is nicely packed into models, which makes unit testing easier as well. And the, the, um, the view is nice and concise. So I think this is a very successful refactoring, and I hope you learned something. Peep Code recently released a new episode. This one is titled R Spec Basics, and it is extremely well done. I highly recommend it to anyone, whether they've dealt with R Spec or not. Uh, check it out at peepcode.com.